Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, welcome to Jordan and Kristen Pray for America. I want to start talking tonight about the coronavirus, obviously, but not just the virus as uh, a sickness, because I think there's more to it than just that. There's actually, I think, 12 different elements to it. And I want to talk about how God is greater than all 12 of these. For example, it's not just that this is going to affect some people's bodies, but it's also affecting all of us in terms of the panic it's causing. Okay. It's, it's a distortion of the truth, but we know that God gives us wisdom. It's Luke 21, 15 tells us that. Uh, we know that there is a spirit of confusion. We know that there's a spirit, obviously, of sickness, of infirmity. Uh, God is, but God is our healer. God shines a light in the darkness. Um, we see people hoarding things. That's a spirit of greed, but we know that God is generous. We see a lot of deception, but we know God is truth. We see that this is uh, being called an epidemic, which makes people feel insecure, but we know that God is our protector. Uh, we see that a lot of people want to exercise control over, over others, and we see also that a lot of people feel kind of powerless in this, but we know that God is supreme. There's a lot of financial insecurity, but we know that God is our provider. There's a spirit of chaos, but we know that God is peace. There's a divisive spirit, but we know that God brings grace. Uh, this feeling of, of contagion brings sort of the spirit of isolation with it. But God is a loving father. And perhaps more than anything else, we, we feel fear. But God is trustworthy. There are a lot of different elements to this. But God is greater than all of them. He's not just greater than the virus. He's greater than all of the different elements of the virus. I know that it in times like this, sometimes it's hard to see God when all you see is terror outside. Or maybe you haven't been terrorized from it. Maybe you just feel frustration. Um, you know, I feel frustration too. In New Jersey here, we just got word that the small businesses are going to have to close down and I'm a small business owner. And it's frustrating, to be honest with you, that I don't get to see Kristen as much as I'd like because we don't live that close together. But we know that, that God is in control and he has a purpose for this and that it's going to, this too shall pass. And when we come out of this, we're all going to be better for it. All things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. All right. So that's what I'm going with tonight. God's plan is to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a hope and a yes. future. With that, Kristen, I'm going to uh, let you kick off with the prayer. Amen. That That's a very good thing that we have hope. Praise God that we have hope. And whether it's in this time that we realize how much we need that hope or in other times when we maybe not truly see how deeply we need that hope. It's the same in all times. We need Jesus and we need his hope and we need his saving grace. So Jesus, we just thank you for being our hope for, for always being our anchor. We always have you Lord. 
It doesn't matter what it looks like. You are the final word on all things. Before you speak in something into being, Lord, before, before something is spoken into being, you've given us your word in, in your heart, Lord. God, I thank you. I thank you and we praise you, God. We praise you that you are enough. That is what I'm reminded of when I think about all the, the different elements of this virus and the fear that it causes. Just like the psalm says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Mm. Whom shall I be afraid of? What can anyone do to me? When I have the Lord, when I have hope, there's nothing. There's nothing that can happen to me. There's nothing because God has a final word and the final say, and it really doesn't matter. It really, nothing else matters. Just having his salvation. So God, we thank you that we, we cannot be infected with any fear because no matter what happens, we have you, God. And that's all that matters. And, and when you live a life that's free from fear, what a beautiful place to be in. When, when the enemy can't threaten you uh, with that. You know, there's a saying that says the enemy can't threaten a Christian with heaven. And that's, that's for yeah. sure. During the, these trying times, I believe in healing. I believe in the power of Jesus to heal us. I believe we're going to be healed and we're going to be, um, many of us will not be infected by this virus. And for those who are afraid of being affected, I want to tell you two things. First of all, I want to tell you that I believe that God is going to heal you. But even if the worst case scenario, just putting it all on the table, because that's what the enemy wants to do, right? Tell us all the worst things that can happen. Well, guess what? For the believer, there is no fear in death from life to life. So take that off the table. Take, just take the elephant out of the room. Any, any fear that you have, just know that God is greater. When you take that away, when you take all fear, not just for this time period with the virus, but when you take that, that fear of death away and you know that Jesus is life and peace and hope, then there's nothing that you can worry about. There's nothing that can consume our minds, but, but his peace. But I also want to say that all these other things, like Jordan said about the fear of hoarding and, uh, you know, having to, having to hoard and having to uh, all these different spirits of this virus, the confusion, God is enough. He is enough. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be insecure. We don't have to be, we don't have to live and, and hoard because God has a surplus. We will never live in deficit. God has a surplus of all things. He will supply all of our needs. That's not just material things. That's emotional things too. So if you feel in isolation, whatever you, your need is, God has it for you. If you feel in isolation, God can give you the fellowship you need. God can give you the peace you need. If you feel afraid, God can give you that peace. He can give you whatever you need. He, according to his riches and glory. He is enough. The world will never be enough. And again, this is a good lesson. We're in, the, we're in the thick of this virus right now, but this is something to remember for all times because the enemy wants to attack it on all sides at all times. And the world can never be enough. The world can never provide enough fame, enough attention, enough uh, material blessings that you feel full. There's a God 
size shaped hole in your heart that only God can fill. And so allow God to fill that for you. Allow God to fill that because he's the only one that can, that can make a way where there is no way. And he's the only one that is enough. So God, I want to thank you for being enough, God. And, and not just enough. You're more than enough. You are not just enough. You are more than enough, God. You're, you're more than enough healing in terms of everything, God. Lord, you've not given us a spirit of confusion, but of order and life and peace, God. So with all that is being thrown at us, where the enemy just wants to just inflict us with fear of everywhere we go, the, the news or anything. And yes, we do take the precautions and we, we live wise, Lord, for ourselves and also for other people, God, to protect our families and other people, God. So we do live wise in, a, in a wise manner. But the enemy cannot threaten us. He cannot put this sign in our face. I feel like the enemy, through this virus, is trying to just put this sign up in people's face faces and it says death and whether that's death to your finances uh, the fear of death of your finances the fear of death of your mortal body the fear of death of anything the enemy is just putting the sign and when we and when we see it clearly for the way it is we can look at that sign and, and have and the lord can tear it in pieces and replace that sign with life so i speak life over your finances life over your needs over your emotions over your physical body, Lord gives you life, life and life abundantly. May we live in your freedom, Jesus. May we live in your life and peace, God. That's where you want us to live. That's where we're going to live, God, because you've given us that life. No one can take that away from us. You're the giver of life. Right now, I just feel called, if there's anyone listening to this who, uh, Maybe you used to be, you know, used to call yourself a Christian or follow, follow Jesus and, and you kind of slipped away uh, for a period of time in life. And this whole situation has caused you to, to think, oh, my goodness, uh, I, I really need to get back on track with the relationship with, with Jesus because nothing else really matters. Or if you're a person who's never fully accepted Jesus in your heart and you want to do that. Why wait? This moment could be your moment. Um, you know, you can certainly accept Jesus into your heart in a church service, but you don't have to. It's not a requirement to be in a church building to accept Jesus. And so you can do that right now uh, in the comfort of your home or wherever you are, because Jesus wants to have a personal relationship with you. He died so that you could live with him. He loves you so much. He's jealous for you, not jealous of you, uh, but jealous for you, meaning that um, he just longs to have a relationship with you. And he longs to give you that life and peace I talked about. Maybe, maybe you feel like, how can you have hope in this time? How can you have joy? How can you have life? How can you have peace in such um, a confusing, trying time? How can you hold on to your faith? How can you be so sure? How can you be sure of your faith when everything else seems like it's crumbling around you? How can you be sure that, that we're going to have uh, 
life and hope. And um, I want to assure you that if you accept Jesus and start following him and um, you can, you can have that too. Cause God, Jesus is waiting. He's waiting. The Holy spirit is waiting for for you to accept him. So I just want to lead you in that, in that prayer. And like I say, if you, if you want to even recommit your life, you can, you can uh, repeat after me, um, Lord Jesus, I know that I have sinned, God. Lord, I ask you to come into my heart and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins and cleanse me from my sins. Become the Lord and Savior of my life. And may I walk with you as your disciple. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, uh, maybe for the first time or you recommitted your life, we'd love to, to hear from you. Um, you can either send a message or um, you can comment on the video, but if you want to be more private about it, if you want to send a message, we'd love to walk you through the first steps of becoming a Christian and being a disciple and have a, have a friend to fellowship with. And um, if you have a Bible uh, or now with technology, what's great about technology is you can definitely uh, get a, a Bible, download the app on your phone, and there's several different resources and ways to do that. But the Bible really helps it to become more clear, um, you know, with the scripture is the inspired word of God. So you can um, definitely take advantage of that, reading a Bible, especially during this time when we're all home, it's a great time to, uh, to read the Bible and um, get some understanding through that. But also, uh, you know, it's a big thing to, to get surrounded by those who believe and have, will help you and encourage you to grow in your faith. So that's why we would love to hear from you because we would love to encourage you and help you through these next steps as you get closer to God. And we're so excited for you. And we believe that God has such amazing plans for your life. And so I'll just close out my prayer and say, for all of those, whether you're a new believer or a recommitted believer, or you've been a believer for years and years and years. Um, God, I thank you for all of your people. I thank you for this global revival that's, that's spreading out uh, because of what's happening right now. People are realizing that you're our only hope, God, and what a hope we have in you. What a hope we have in you, Jesus. Jesus, I know that the best days are ahead. I declare that, God. With my mustard seed of faith, which is bigger than a mustard seed, I declare that our best days are ahead as a nation, as a global community, as individuals, for all the people listening, for their families. I just feel like, I don't know why, just right now, I just feel like God wants to do something in families and relationships with families. God wants to use this time. Even if you have a very close family, you guys are going to get closer and closer. And God wants to do something in your family. God wants to create just a new fellowship, a new form of fellowship with your family. Um, and uh, he's a very creative God. And so be encouraged. There's 
good things happening. Yes, yes, yes. We pray against this virus. We pray against the spirits surrounding it. But God's still on the throne. Jesus is on the throne. He's never failed us, and he will not fail us now. He will not fail you. He's not forgotten you. You may be overlooked by others, but you are handpicked by God. You are not forgotten. You are loved with an everlasting love. And he wants to hold you close to his heart and just give you all the comfort you need, all the love you need. Whatever your deficit is, remember, he is enough. He is more than enough. And he has a surplus. And he just wants to pile that surplus on you and multiply it. So remember that he is life. There is no fear of death, no fear of death of anything in your life, death of dreams, death of anything. God has come to give you life and life abundantly. So may you live all the days of your life full out. Don't you, don't you at all live in fear or worry or be plagued by anything that the enemy would try to plague you with. But Jesus has that plan for you, that hope in that future. And you can walk forward in that today. You don't have to wait until the circumstances change. God is changing your spiritual circumstances right now so that you can live in freedom forever. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to address a couple prayer requests, but then when I'm done with that, I want to uh, say a special prayer for some lonely people today. First, uh, God, we want to give you praise for uh, our friend the other day, Maggie, whose daughter was having, uh, daughter Lindsay was having a child. We are yes. informed that the child was born uh, happy and healthy, and so we thank you for that. Yes. God, we also received a, a prayer request from one of my favorite people, Mary Beth, whose uh, son is having some difficulty, as a lot of young people are right now, with college because everything's being converted to online classes, and that causes its own set of challenges. So we certainly pray for her, not just for that, but her and her whole family in all things that you provide for them abundantly, and also for all these for all these stay-at-home parents now, or parents who now have become stay-at-home parents who have to help their kids do schoolwork. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of them haven't looked at stuff like that since they were in school. So we pray that you not only give them the knowledge, but also the grace to just keep, just to have patience. I think if I could pray for one thing beyond safety and healing over these next, God only knows how many weeks, it would be for patience for everybody, that we all just be more patient with one another. Now, as Kristen was praying it was impressed upon me that for as difficult as times like these are, when you have family, when you have friends, it's much more difficult for people who have nobody. Amen. I have no embarrassment in telling you that I call I call Kristen constantly throughout the day and we send each other text messages and, and we do it even more so now because, you know, these are troubling times and we have to reaffirm each other and reassure each other. And I still talk to my family members and my parents and everything like that. But some people don't have anything like that. And if there are any such people listening to this, and we have 500 followers now, so there's statistically speaking, there's a high likelihood, or maybe you did have loved ones and maybe they've gone, you know, to be with the Lord or something like that. I'd remind you that one of the many names of God is that he is God, our comforter. 
When Jesus was about to be crucified, one of the things he told his disciples was, it's actually better for me, better for you if I leave, because then the comforter will come. And he was talking about the Holy Spirit. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is now available to each of us to comfort us and to guide us. I pray with Kristen constantly that that the Holy Spirit fe- uh, feels to me as, as real as Kristen in her presence feels to me. And so that's my prayer for all the lonely people tonight, that it's never fun being lonely and it's especially not fun when things start to get scary. But God is your comforter. You're always welcome to contact us. You're, we're always happy to, to hear from you. We'll you know pray for you and all of that. And we try to we really want this to be an inclusive time and an inclusive place. You know, we're not here to judge anybody. We're just here to love people. And, and so we don't really care what you bring with when you come to us. Okay. Um, but to all those people, I would simply say, give your loneliness to God, put it, lay your loneliness on the altar, open up that space inside of you to let him fill it. And he will fill it to the point of overflowing. If there's one thing I've learned is that we don't serve a poor God. We serve a God who is overly abundant in all things. And that doesn't just mean in material things, although, you know, the prosperity people, they want to just focus on that stuff. And I believe in prosperity. But God wants us to prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. And that includes includes a feeling of, of acceptance and of love and of being cared for and cared about. And God very much cares for you and cares about you. You know, the most important verse in the Bible is John three sixteen. It says, uh, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Yeah. Whosoever doesn't mean, he doesn't put criteria on it. He just says, whoever believes in him will not perish. And then if you ever read John six, Jesus talks at length about how he will not, deny anybody who comes to him. No, not one. Mm. You know, a lot of times people in the world want to put criteria on holiness and, and on coming to God. But Jesus called himself a friend of sinners. In fact, that was one of the many things that his enemies derided him for. And we're all sinners. So our message to you tonight is that what we're what we're trying to bring to the world here is something inclusive, because I think there's a huge percentage of the world that believes in God. And I, we see, you know, through statistics, 90% of Americans or something like that believe in God, but only a very small percentage go to church. So there's a void that's not being met. And we hope my prayer tonight, God, and I'm half talking to you and half talking to the audience, is that these nightly prayer sessions that we do help to, to bridge that gap, to fill the void that's not otherwise being filled for people who believe in you, but aren't having their needs met otherwise. God, I pray that they're able to have their needs met through us or other people. And I pray that not just that, that they go from people who have needs to people who are able to fill the needs of others. And, and that be a quick work. We pray these things in your name, in Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 All right, Kristen, you want to close us out with anything? Well, I was just going to say that's a very good point we mentioned about being lonely. Actually, I thought of that today. So that was um, definitely Holy Spirit driven. But um, I would just encourage anyone who feels lonely or um, 
any other emotion, I would encourage you. Sometimes you feel like you're the only person who feels that way. Um, and I would encourage you that uh, we all have felt that way at one point or another. I certainly have. And I know, Jordan, you have. And so um, don't, don't let the lie of the enemy become, I'm the only person who feels this way. And um, know that you're not, you're not alone in your lo- feeling of loneliness. And um, like you said, God has that comfort for you and relationships and all sorts of things. And we're here for you too. So just wanted to add that. All right. So uh, thanks, Kristen. Be sure to join us again tomorrow night at 730. Feel free to like and share our page if you haven't. By the way, we are up on um, Spotify now. So if you miss any of the episodes, you can get it here on Facebook or on the Spotify app. We should be on iTunes soon. Uh, Till tomorrow night, everybody be blessed. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.